Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simon, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to another bonus episode of Girls Just Wanna Fly with ParamotorGirl.com, Flying Flamingo Jade. This is episode number 14. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thanks for joining. I wonder where Krista's at. Oh, and we've got Krista. Hey, Cupcake Krista. And we've got our guest, Rachel. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. How are you ladies doing tonight? Good. 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 Krista, how is the weather down in Florida? Very hot. <laughs> really? Oh, we were supposed to have a, a cold front today. That's what my friend Soup said. And uh, yeah, no cold front. And what's a cold front to you? 30? Uh, 50. <laughs> All righty. And how about you, Rachel? Where are you at? Cincinnati, Ohio. It's Cincinnati. been raining all week. Yeah. All right. So we would have been mudded back in if we were down at Dave Purden's, I would imagine. <laughs> like yeah. last time we were there. All right. Well, thank you, um, Rachel, for joining in. And Krista, thanks for helping me out again. I really appreciate Sorry, it. Sorry, I missed last week. Hey, that's all right. You had your mini vacation. I was happy that you got away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Krista, do you have any questions off the bat? You want to go first or? Sure. Um, did you go to Dave Purdens this year? No, I was actually planning on it. And then I had to work on my day off. And since it was raining all day on Sunday, we just figured it wouldn't be worth it to get there on Saturday and, you know, stick around in the sun or the, the rain all Sunday. So, but I went last year, the year before. Yeah, sorry, we missed you. Yeah. Um, we... That was a long drive for us and Shane drove and Krista flew. She cheated. I flew to a fly-in. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we got where you're from. How old were you when you first started? Well, I guess, well, let's just start out. What, what are you here to tell us about? I guess I'll tell you about my journey um, facing my fears to learn to fly. Um, I've always been scared of flying, even in planes and scared of heights. I think that's a common and the uh, common thing in the paramotor community. Um, but yeah, I was, this was actually last year during quarantine, you know, quarantine. I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? And my husband had been flying for a while. So just decided to, you know, face my fears and, learn how to fly. And I was 33 to answer your question. <laughs> so what do you fly? Airplanes? I fly. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm actually still really scared of flying airplanes, which is silly. Um, I don't know. My husband's interested in learning. I'm definitely not. I have no aviation background. So learning to fly a paramotor was very, very like hard work for me. Um, so I fly an Adam 80 okay. paramotor. And your foot launch or are you doing trike? Foot launch. Okay. Um, question in the chat from Bill H. He goes, how many hours have you flown? Do you know? 
That's a great question. So I actually don't know. I wish I would have started tracking my hours during training. Um, I have the, I think it's PPG light app or something on my phone and I forget to open it before every single flight. I, I want to say I'm probably somewhere around like 14 hours ish, something like that. Um, again, that's just me guessing, guesstimating okay. uh, how long. Do you have like an hour meter or anything like that on your? Yes. So interesting enough, um, I actually didn't like all throughout my training for, and then also for like probably a month after training, I flew my instructors out of 80 because I was still on the fence as to whether or not I was going to buy one. Um, and then once I finally decided I did want to actually do this, I took my husband's Adam 80, but only because he wanted to upgrade to a Moster 185. And so I do have his little flight hour tracker on there and I should know how many hours <laughs> that's on there right now, but I can't remember. Okay. Um, so what got you into the sport? I think it's mainly just watching my husband do it for over a year. And I went to Salton Sea fly-in right before COVID in 2020. And I um, had a few tandem flights there. And it was like the most incredible experience of my life. And even during those tandem flights, I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to do this myself, you know, and I was still kind of scared doing it and they were like you should totally do it you should totally take tra take training and everything but um yeah it was pretty much just seeing like i'm into geology and nature and everything so seeing salt and sea from an aerial view was super interesting to me and made me think how awesome it would be if i could do this and you know anywhere i'm traveling and just see the world from a different perspective so I know you and I both had been chatting and afraid of heights. <laughs> what, what can you say, explain um, about how you feel when you're flying now? It's interesting because, you know, I thought on my first flight, looking back that once I was up there, I'd be like, I'm going to pass out, you know, my knees are going to feel all weak and, you know, I'm going to freak out because I'm scared of heights. And um, once I was up there, even still today, you know, over a year later, I look down and I'm actually not scared at all. My knees don't get weak. My heart doesn't go into my stomach or anything like that. So it's just, inc it's incredible. I think it's mostly you just feel safe and, you know, the strapped in and everything is all tight and, you're in control, I think, is also a huge thing, too. Yeah. Krista, you got anything? Uh, yeah. Where do you fly in Ohio? Well, we had a few locations. Um, I used to, last year, fly, like, 45 minutes away from my house at Ohio Airport, which is where I trained. And it's actually um, mixed with farmland. So this year they planted corn. We weren't able to fly there much because of that. The corn was taller than us and it's a very narrow runway. And typically the wind is not going straight down the runway. So 
you have to kind of maneuver. And for me, I always just want to run straight towards, you know, the corn. So um, we have a couple of local parks that we can fly from that are roughly 30 minutes uh, away. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tony Marzano from Las Vegas. He's got a question. Did you train with Captain Kurt? <laughs> no, I did not. I trained with Predator Paramotor, Chris Holbert in Ohio. Okay. How many uh, students were, were you alone or did, were there a few students training with you at the same time? Yes, I was actually training with one of my friends, my husband's cousin. Um, we did it together and also one other student. So there were just three of us in the, the class. Okay. Um, so you said that you, in the chat earlier with me, well, we were just chit-chatting before the show, um, you said that you actually log, you started logging your, your uh, wing um, training. Um, oh, kiting, yeah. Kiting, yeah. Um, you started that, how, how um, do you like kiting? I, yeah, I love kiting. Um, I love like the challenge for me and the fact that you can start adding more and more to you know take more control of the wing i think you people have seen like people ride one wheels with while they're kiting that's not me by any means at this point but when i was training kiting was a very much like very much a challenge for me so now that i finally figured it out i just really enjoy it um so last year i did not log any of it or track anything and i thought you know just to kind of track how I'm learning and so I can add in new things, you know, try to walk around cones or whatever while I'm kiting. Um, I thought I should start tracking it. So I just, it's a very basic notepad where I just put in the wind, you know, what it's doing, um, what time of day and the time in which, and then also just noting any challenges that I have so I can look back and it's kind of like my little diary for kiting. Good. Um, yeah. cat girl, she's been a past guest. Um, she wants to know if you've got any scary events while flying. Oh, well, um, there are some, uh, I don't know if they're necessarily scary. There's some instances that happened, which I'll show you in some pictures later. Um, one was a, <laughs> it was in the intro in the beginning, you could see I was taking off and I went towards a windsock and the windsock actually stuck to my lines while I was flying, but it was totally safe. Nothing scary happened at all. Um, I haven't had any deflations or anything crazy happen while I've been in the air. Um, the other thing that's happened, not necessarily scary, but a, very much a pain you'll see in pictures later is I, on my second or third launch after purchasing my own wing, I stopped while I was running on launch and did not hit the kill switch fast enough. The wing came down over my prop and it chopped a huge hole in my wing. So not, I mean, it's scary because it was a lot of money to get it fixed, but. <laughs> yeah. It. Wow. Um, 
Bill H has a question. Um, do you or your husband have a YouTube channel? Um, I've got one in the beginning. My family got me like a DJI cam to start logging my flights. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try to edit videos, which I'm horrible at. So I've got one PPG Rachel, but I think there's only like three or four videos on there. I haven't had time to edit anything um, since last year. So nothing serious. I think my husband's got one too, where he just posts random flights sometimes. And his is, I think, Dustin T. T Meyer. Okay. Sorry about that. I had to mute. The dog was barking. <laughs> um, let's see. Krista. Uh, what wing do you fly? I've got Gen a size. Gen. Yeah, I've got a Gen Bolero Six. It's actually a paragliding wing, but it has paramotor risers on it. It's basically yeah. like a Gen Pegasus. If you've heard of that, but the paragliding wing is the, called Bolero Six. And I, the main reason I got it is because I wanted uh, the color yellow, and not one of the other Pegasus colors. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. Um, never trust a skinny chef. Shane Chris, Cupcake Krista's husband wants to know how you keep your hair from flying into the prop. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good question. I actually have to like braid it or put it up in a tight bun underneath my helmet kind of and it gets annoying but um the best thing is when it's in the fall or the spring and it's a little chilly I'll just put a hood on so that way it's underneath the hood and then put my helmet on but that's too hot in the summer do you find that it's hard with ear protection even with I mean my hair isn't that long and it's like I feel like wearing a headband or even just a little bit of hair there, it seems like it still brings in a lot of noise. Yeah, I actually haven't had that problem. I just put it in a tight bun kind okay. of right here. All right. Cat Girl wants to know places that you want to fly. Oh my gosh, that's a great question. So I um, follow all of these accounts all of these paramotor accounts on Instagram for inspiration. Like this will be my 10 year plan. I'm going to fly, you know, like over the Bahamas, <laughs> like, like Tucker or something like that. I, I doubt that I'll actually have the guts to do that because I am terrified to fly over water, but um, I think it would be super cool to fly on the beach because I'm in Ohio and there's, you know, nothing like that here at all. So I would just say the beach anywhere well the beach here yep. yeah i'll have to come out you. cupcake krista yep come on <laughs> um will fly wants to know what wing and motor you fly i've got the parajet maverick adam 80 uh motor and then I've got the Gen Bolero 6 wing. All right. So Bill H, he says now he recognizes you. Bill H, explain that. <laughs> oh, 
You know, I don't know Bill H. So maybe if he explains, I'll know. Um, maybe I met him at a fly-in. Will Fly says, "Do you like flying high or low, or and slow?" Oh, um, I actually, I'm kind of torn. I like both. I like to fly high because then it gives me confidence that I know I'm safe. If I needed to pull a reserve for some reason, I've got more than enough time for that thing to deploy. Um, you know, and or if I take a small deflation, it'll re, you know, inflate. But I do enjoy flying low. I just don't do it because of safety reasons, mostly. And I'm definitely a slow flyer. I I have no desire to ever get a speed bar or anything like that. I just like to chill up there and relax. Okay. Um, yep, go for it. <laughs> what other fly-ins have you been to besides uh, Salt and Sea? Uh, so I've been to Salt and Sea, uh, Dave Purden's last year, not this year, Moonshiners. I think that is it. We were going to go to Endless Foot Drag last year and we didn't make it, but would like to go there sometime. You know, it's you at Moonshiners this year? Yeah, that's why I think I met you. You just don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> or maybe you do. Yeah. It was very brief. Okay. Yeah, they I came can, over yeah. like on Saturday morning, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think after you woke up, because you're a late sleeper, I think, Rachel. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an Ohio, Ohio thing. thing. <laughs> oh, that's right, because Krista does too. Thanks, Krista. Um, Will Fly wants to know who was first in flight? Ohio or North Carolina? Ohio, come on. Right, Krista? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Cat girl is asking, was it hard to learn foot launch with the weight of the parent? Yeah, it was. I read the training manual and I'm not going to lie. I, before, you know, I signed up, I got this pamphlet to review and videos and all that to watch for training. And it was like, start carrying a backpack, a 50 pound backpack and walk around and I'm like, I don't think I can do this. What am I signing up for? And um, it was very challenging. I mean, during, I flew like morning and night for an entire month and literally felt like I had been beaten. Like I went to a boot camp workout or something. Um, it was just, you know, just very heavy, but, um, I think after that month, I just really got used to it. And once I got everything dialed in, in terms of the harness adjusting, you know, to my shoulders, it was much more comfortable. Okay. Um, and then there's the 7AK3 says, why is your brother so awesome? <laughs> That's my brother, Jake. <laughs> he's awesome because he's my brother. Hi, Jake, the brother. Krista, you got anything? Yeah, I was I was dying to say that. Uh, why is your brother so awesome? Oh, sorry. Uh, so, uh, no, it's okay. Bill H said um, in Ohio they flew gliders first. Sorry, Will. 
no question yet. So thank you. All right. So you said you went to Predator Paramotor. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Who is your who was your instructor? Chris Holbert in Ohio here. So um, my husband trained with him. So I got to actually sit in on his training and see how everything was done. And I'm not going to say I was comfortable with it at that time. I mean, my husband would walk out the door and I would literally be like, this may be the last time I'm going to see him because I was so terrified of everything and just being around it for a year, you know, I decided just, just to sign up and yeah. And Chris was great. I mean, he, you'll see in pictures, like he definitely had um, his work cut out for him with me because mentally there were days where I was just like scared. I didn't want to get in the air and I, I definitely had to overcome that. And it was more of a mindfulness activity for me, really. Like I had to meditate before quite often and focus on um, just visioning me taking off and running into the sky successfully. And once I did that, it just all clicked into place for me. But he um, was very patient with me and and definitely like did things differently so that I could feel comfortable and, and help me get in the air. Okay. Um. Walter has a question. Um, who is your favorite YouTuber? Oh, sorry. Um, I actually don't really know. I tend to watch a lot of random YouTube videos, like people building in-ground pools and random stuff. But from a paramotor perspective, I pretty much watch all of the videos I can find. Um, I do love paragliding talk with Robert Michaels. I watch that a lot. That's awesome. All right. Um, looks like we got Michelle Burns in here and she says, Rachel's going to be my support while I'm in training. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Michelle's actually in Ohio too. I don't know if you met her before, but um, I met her at Dave Purden's last year because Chris Holbert, our trainer took her up on a tandem. Well, after he found a balloon in the air and brought it down to her and found out it was her birthday, he was like, let me take you up on a tandem. So now she's going to be training. And since she's local, I told her I'm going to do my best to be there every day. I think it's really helpful when you're going through training to have someone there to boost you up because there were a lot of days while I was going through training, like, what am I, you know, what am I doing? I don't think I can do this. And if you've got that support system, like I had, it, it really helped me get through it. Definitely. Yes. Michelle, um, make sure she's out there cheering you on and um, contact us too. We want to hear about your story sometime also. And we'd like to follow you and your training also. That would be awesome to, to hear and see some of that. Um, cat girl, Krista, you actually look like cat girl. <laughs> I know. Sorry. The cat is crazy. Um, does your brother fly also? Oh, no, he does not fly. I don't think he'll ever want to fly, honestly. Um, I did get him to try to ride my one wheel, though. So slowly getting there. Maybe the paramotor is the next thing. Ah. 
Yeah, come on, Austin, brother. I know, right? Yeah. What were you saying, Krista? Uh, what does he think about you flying, Rachel? He thinks it's awesome. He doesn't seem too scared. Actually, most of my family is very supportive about it, surprisingly. Like, I would have thought they would have been much more, you know, maybe worried about me doing it, but they've been really happy. I think for me, it's helped me a lot, like with my anxiety, because I am, I did face those fears. And it gave me a lot more confidence in everything that I do, in addition to it being, you know, a mindful activity. And while I'm in the air, launching, landing, anything, it's all I'm focusing on. So there's not much in life that, you know, takes your mind off of everything else going on in the world. So I think like many, it's definitely therapeutic. And I think it's kind of helped me overall, you know, with my family they're probably like Rachel's more chill now so um your brother says he's afraid of afraid of heights and he says uh no thank you yeah. come on dude it's like <laughs> we're all afraid of heights here it's like gonna let exactly. the girls up here <clears throat> um Cat girl, I'm trying to find it in the chat here. She had asked, um, are you over the fear of heights? I don't think I'm ever going to be over the fear of heights because every time I'm up there, I go, I can't believe I'm looking over the edge. But yeah, I, I don't get scared while I'm up there anymore. Um, I never really did in terms of the, the fear of heights. I'm more scared of when I feel a bump. I'm like, what was that? Am I going to be able to react appropriately? and things like that so I still have the fear of heights like climbing a ladder looking over the edge of something that's definitely still there totally agree how's your bump tolerance it's like negative 100 <laughs> if that's the thing I'm there with you uh, I will literally be like, what, what is this, you know? And so I started the practice of looking up at the wing while I feel bumps because I'll feel a bump and be like, is my, what is my wing doing? You know, and sometimes it's difficult to see it fully with your helmet on, but I think that's helping me kind of, you know, build up that safety feeling by seeing the wings not actually doing anything it's just the you know cold pockets of air that are making you feel like a little bump have you ever gone up on a tandem on a trike yeah actually I've done the first tandem I did um this is actually a funny story it was I can't remember it was maybe December yeah this was before salt and sea um, is with our, my instructor, Predator Paramotor, and my husband was flying, and I was just going to watch him fly, and it was actually, like, maybe November, December, or something, but it was kind of warm, and he was, he had a, uh, he has a tandem set up that's a foot launch, and so I don't know if you've ever seen one of those, but it's literally, like, bars that you're hanging from, and you're not really connected to the, the wing, right? You're just connected to this bar that's in front with these little carabiners. 
it's like the most terrifying thing ever, right? If you've never flown and he's like, Hey, let's, let's um go up and say hi to your husband in the air really quick. It'll take like five minutes. And I was like, no, maybe like next year. I'm not feeling it right now. <laughs> and he kept saying, I was like, okay, fine. We'll just do it. We'll just go say hi. So he strapped me in and we had a successful first launch, you know, it was just run, run, run as hard as you possibly can. And went up there and waved to my husband. He was like, just in shock that I was in the air because he knew I would never do anything like that. So it was pretty cool. Um, and then in Salton Sea is when I had the two tandem trike um, rides that were really cool. I like um, the tandem trike. It feels much more safe and secure being around, you know, all of that and having wheels. So maybe one day I'll fly a trike. Well, that's what I fly and um, I got a bad knee, so that's why I do it. And I, I like it. So I like to do touch and goes. So I am still giggling here. Thank you, Will. Will, those are earbuds. <laughs> Will says, Rachel's earrings gave me an idea. Why doesn't somebody make her <laughs> earrings? He'd wear them. <laughs> that is too funny. So one night I, I said, we'll break the rules and we'll let the, the guys come on. And they all dressed up. And what did Will have on? Did he have the mop, a mop on his head for a, a wig? <laughs> oh, and he still has his Christmas tree up. So he was wearing Christmas ornament earrings. So Michelle Burns says, Wilfi is giving me ideas for epic earrings. <laughs> so Dustin is asking, who gave you the, the trike ideas? Your hubby. Oh, rides. Oh, oh the trike, trike rides. rides. Yeah. yeah. He, um, it was a couple of people. I am horrible with names. One one name I cannot remember for the life of me. Um, but then uh, during that time, we were staying in like a camper with Crit, our instructor and Matt Menyard and a couple of other, we just rented this huge camper. So Matt took me up on one of the tandems and I had no idea who he was at the time and um, everything. So that was really cool. So you said that you don't do any so-called acro or anything like that. Don't really plan on doing it, right? No. Does your husband right. do any of that yet? No, um, he does not. And I am thankful for it, to be honest. I hope it stays that way. Yeah, don't turn your back on him when you're on the ground and they're in the sky because you will see them <laughs> doing things. Right. I caught my, my husband in the air when I had my back turned and he was almost upside down. And I called him, what the heck are you doing? That's not me. Oh <laughs> <laughs> was it him though? Yes. Was he lying yeah. to you? Oh gosh. Will busted him out. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> oh, I do micro, micro, mini wingovers. They're like this. <laughs> if it's fun, you know, 
Why not? <laughs> anyway, um, so how many flights do you think you you have now? What did you say? Maybe 30? I've never actually counted the number of flights that I have. And since I was flying, like during training, there are days where, you know, I would take, I would have 10 flights in one day because it was just like boom, 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 morning, night. So I honestly have no idea, but those flights would be like maybe five minutes, right? At a time or, you know, I'd get up there and chill and then land or do a touch and go. Um, so I have no concept and that's why I'm like, I need to start tracking this so that way I can actually tell people. And it's also good, right. To know how many flights you've got, at least the hours for maintenance on your motor. So yeah. I'm going to start tracking that. Um, the other thing I was thinking of while you're flying, do you, we were talking about this the other night. Um, do you listen to music or anything yet while you're flying? No, I do have a Senna calm and we use open channel comms. So anyone that's flying around us, we just chat. Um, I have not listened to music or anything like that. I like to hear what's going on around me kind of. So I'm not quite there yet with the music. Okay. Yeah. I'm just starting to get into it, but I don't like it on takeoffs and landings. I like to hear my, my motor. So Mm -hmm. Krista, you got any questions? So how many people do you normally fly with? Um, Usually it's just, it could be anywhere from like three people to sometimes like if I was flying where there's training going on, there could be like 10 people, which kind of gets a little hectic. That's why nervous to fly at a fly-in. I just don't really care for when there's a bunch of air traffic and if you want to land, you can't, you know, so I would say probably the most has been 10 or 12 people, but on average three. That's good. Do you have lights on your, your rig yet? No, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. Um, I was, my husband has the North Star strobe, so I was going to get that, but I hear they're not making it anymore. So I'm definitely open to ideas if anyone's got any. I love the colored lights that some people have. Yeah. Just not sure yet. Um, Cat Girl's got a question. Do you get cold up there while you're flying? I guess it depends on if yeah. there's an or not. In Ohio, definitely in the spring and winter, um, there was last year when I was flying in October, I had, I think two or three pairs of gloves on, which was really difficult for me because I, you know, getting used to wearing gloves with the throttle and using the brakes. It was just very difficult. I didn't like it. Um, I think I had like two pairs of pants on, (laughs) you know, three shirts and a winter coat and it's just not for me. So I try to fly when it's warm. Yeah. Well, you should come up here and fly with us this winter. The coldest we did was nine degrees. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Do you have a snowsuit? Um, Eric's got one, an old one that he has from when his dad worked up in Alaska. And he stays pretty yeah. warm. I've got my snowboarding gear on. <laughs> and I hate wearing gloves. And it's like, it's just horrible getting used to it. Yeah. Um, but we did uh, do some electric 
um, battery operated gloves. And then those seem to help a little bit. Um, Deweese from Mississippi. Hi, Deweese and Randy. Um, we met them down at Moonshiners. She's asking, how far away from the landing zone do you fly? Do you take off a couple miles or do you just kind of stick around the airport? I mostly just fly in the vicinity. I haven't really done a full cross country yet where I'm doing miles just because I haven't felt comfortable enough yet. So I like to just hang out in the field, the farm fields around. Do you do any foot dragging at all? No. Corn dragging? <laughs> no desire to do that yet. Oh, um, Chris, did you have anything? Otherwise, I'm going to ask her when you're done, I'll ask her to show her videos and pictures that she's got. Hi, this is a question from Shane. How do you warm up when it's nine degrees and you come down from flying? Ohio or Wisconsin person. We're Florida people, so. You go I first. Did, so the time I can recall when I flew when I was freezing, I literally <laughs> ran to the truck and just blasted the heat and sat there and just, you know, did that. Um, but definitely interested to see if Jade's got any tips. Well, <laughs> this, win <laughs> this winter... We were able to uh, fly right off of our lake. We have a little 25-acre lake that we live on, and it's kind of got a northwest, south, or a, yeah, north and south, east and west runway that we were able to do. And we didn't get snow until probably late January. So for a while there, we were actually out on glare ice. And I know one time I took a face plant and I told Eric, I said, I'm going back in my knee hurt everything. I was, I was done. I was trying to get my wings set up, but I remember the day that we went and it was a morning sunrise flight and we took off, I don't know, maybe two or three miles down the road. And we just came back and it was beautiful. It was just, it was actually quiet. And it was like the pine trees around us, they were like, frost on them and everything and um we just came back put our stuff back in the garage and came in the house and we made a little path in the yard to get down to the lake and it was it was cool I remember getting down and I was like woohoo you know I was screaming my neighbor was videoing us and so it was it was awesome so uh awesome trying to think other than I think those gloves have saved us because they're kind of like a liner and they've got the the heat elements in each of the fingers and then you can put the the battery packs in like the cuff area there's like a zipper pouch area for those so those were pretty nice it was hard getting them from Canada what during COVID and everything like this last year uh let's see oh Tony Morzano says whiskey and coffee will warm you up. Yeah. After the flights. Yeah. After. Um, Michelle Burns said to um, reference you, Rachel, I heard you like beans though from Chris. <laughs> and she says, ha ha. I love you. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'll show you what I that's about. better go into your videos and your pictures. 
Okay. Let me, uh, I got some questions on that here. last one I did on the intro too. I'm assuming that's a bean field. Yes. So you're about to see here what it's all about the beans. This is actually my first slide. If you guys can see this. Um, these are the beans all around me here. And luckily I didn't actually pick up any of the beans, but you can see I jump into the seed a little bit. I ran so far because I didn't put full throttle on um, immediately. This is me. Um, I don't know if you guys can see this. It's that this is my first toe over water. Um, that was definitely terrifying for me because I didn't want to fly over water, but it was the most amazing experience. Got up to like 4,000 feet. And flying without a motor was amazing. So I would love to learn to paraglide eventually. Um, this is actually one of my landings during training. My instructor talking me in. Landing was very difficult for me throughout training. During probably the first week, I just could not grasp the concept. I would, you know, butt slide in often. And this was like maybe one of the first times you can see I finally landed like on my feet, but barely. And was trying to make it into like a quick touch and go. Who's going to restart my motor? Nice. This is one of my, I love morning flights. This is one of my morning flights. Um, one of the dogs that hangs out, <laughs> follows us around. Still, you can see all the beans. Let me see if I can find. Where's the flag one? Oh, oh here, let's see, it just went away. Yeah, I was trying to find the bean one here. Hold on, I've got it somewhere. Oh, the flag. Yeah, so definitely should show you guys this one too. This is funny. Um, I don't know if you guys can see. Yep, we can see it. Oh, this is actually, um, I don't know if I can zoom in here. This is a... Uh, a windsock attached to my uh, my wing here, so I can let me see if I can play this video for you guys. You can see what happened, but I was on launch and I, I still can't help but laugh at this. Um, if it'll play for me. Doesn't want to let me play it. Hmm. Well, let me see if I can mess around with this and I'll show you guys something else while it's loading here. Let's see if I can, I can't remember where I put it. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Oh, here, I'll show you. 
Um, yeah, so you guys kind of saw the field and how I had to, like, you know, the, the runway was quite narrow during training. So there are beams all around. So this is me landed in the beams. <laughs> I think this one, you can see my um, wing here, just right. Here's the runway right over here. So I just missed it. Um, but now this is all corn. It's much more difficult. So I'm hoping next year it'll be beans again. This is my wing that I chopped that I was telling you about. Oh, so I was I wondering running on launch. Yeah, so this huge hole right here should have not been here. It just got sliced from the prop. So how did you get it fixed then? And who did you send it to or? Yeah, we, um, the, I'm sure just as any glider, the Jen gives you, you know, tape. So we sent a picture to, um, you know, Jen just to confirm that we could successfully use the tape that they send you, the patchwork. Mm -hmm. So we did that. Um, it's temporary. I actually made my husband fly it to test it out because I was a little nervous and um, flew with that for a little bit. Then I actually shipped, shipped it off to Jen to replace. They had to cut out the whole thing and replace it. Took a few weeks. Oh. Where does it get shipped to then? They. It was actually... Um, their headquarters, like in, I forget what country they're in, um, but it was, yeah, definitely quite some time to get back. Well, I don't know what I did with that picture. It's with the yellow, the yellow um, wing, right? With that video we're looking for? Oh yeah, yes. Um, let me see if I can, if it's loaded. This is my, um, that salt and sea trike tandem that I took. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you can see it was just beautiful up there. I, I can't wait to hopefully one day get out there and fly myself. I have a video here. Let me see. I don't think this is it, though. Um, it's called Windsock Buddy. <laughs> In case you see the title. Is this it? No, that's my first flight. Okay, yeah, you showed, showed us that one already. Yeah. I'm sorry if it was loud. Well, I have it in... No, I don't have it in the, I do have it in the intro. Yeah, you do. And then luckily for me, you cut off right where I <laughs> grabbed the windsock. <laughs> so just shortly after that moment, after is when the, you know, I thought for some reason I could make it between these two windsocks. And that was definitely not the case. The one windsock ended up attaching to my wing and <laughs> You know, I'm up there flying around with it and it was totally fine and safe. I didn't even realize it was on my wing. I, so as soon as 
you know, my husband's telling me on the comms, uh, you took the windsock with you. I'm like, what? <laughs> How is that possible? And um, oh, maybe it's going to, I think I might have got it to work. Yeah. So then, um, you know, after that, Power. I just landed. Power. There. Uh, you took the windsock with you. <laughs> yeah, so then my husband takes off, and you can see, like, one, you know, is up here. There's somebody trying to get a picture of, like, check it out, like, what's going on? <laughs> so, I eventually just land. And That's take it off. You can kind there. of see it very tiny. Yeah, I love foggy morning flights. They're amazing. <laughs> Will Fly says that's one way to keep track of the wind. <laughs> take it with you. Exactly. Yep. Dustin's comment. Uh, you took the windsock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys got any more questions at all? We're coming to the eight o'clock hour. What's your favorite part about flying? I think for me, it's just like the total relaxation and how it, you know, just takes my mind off of everything and just, I don't know, it's just super peaceful and being able to see everything from above is, is really cool. Yeah, Dewey said and made a comment that that's really pretty flying over the clouds. I think that's one of my favorite things is um, like if we're over a river area, um, like down at Dave Purden's um, little bit. And um, last weekend we went down where our school was um, and we got to fly with some other graduated students and stuff and it was pretty neat along the Wisconsin River. That was neat. Oh, my mom just texted and she wants to know if you put the windsack back. <laughs> I did and I was really worried actually that it was like broken or something, but it wasn't even broken. I um was able to connect it right up and give it back. It wasn't my windsock, so oh, <laughs> I was able to give it back to the person. Oh, all right. So you said that you are just a few things on um, YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have Instagram or TikTok or anything like that? Yeah, I used to post a lot on Instagram, which is PPG Rachel. And I just post all these different flying videos, but I've got footage from this year that I haven't even touched. I haven't had time to edit it. So maybe this winter I'll get around to it. All right. Well, and you're more than welcome to come up here and fly. You bring your hubby up and fly with us anytime too. Oh yeah. In the nine degree weather. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not during the summer. I mean, you can come during the summer too. That's true. <laughs> um, Let's see, what else? Um, 
Are you willing to stick around for a little bit for an after show? So if anybody's got any questions at all, and then they, they can ask you direct. Yeah. Awesome. Eric's putting in the code in the chat right now for everybody. You can bring your husband on at that point. And even now, if he's around, um, JP Tulo is actually saying he wants to say hi. We're Ohio buddies, he said. So JP's saying hello. Yeah, hey, JP. He was actually at Moonshiners too. I'm not sure if you were there the day that he got there or not. Um, he stayed no. by. Us. I saw him last year there. Oh, okay. Was he sleeping in his car too? I don't. I don't know. Maybe he was. I didn't see a tent. <laughs> <laughs> he was sleeping in his trunk then. <laughs> oh, Krista, do you got anything? Shane, got any questions? Um, well, Tony wants to say something to you. Wanted to know if you're dressed up for the Emmys. Your necklace uh, yes. costs as much as Eric can get a wing. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. So anyway, I thank everybody for joining in on the chat and also thank you, Rachel, for taking the time to be with us tonight and um, keeping in touch with me. And I hope we can still continue a lifelong friendship and continue uh, and hopefully we can fly together sometime. Yeah, I would love that. So um, anytime we're down that way, I would love to get in touch with any of the gals that are on the show and be able to meet up and fly together. So if you guys didn't do a like yet, I'm hoping you guys give us a thumbs up. Um, also please subscribe, tell your friends, family about it. And um, thank you all for joining us tonight. I'm going to end the show tonight. Join uh, the chat if you'd like, have a good night, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.